You're listening to Everything Old is New Again. This show is sponsored by the Law Office of Douglas Viviani. Douglas Viviani has been providing quality legal services for over 26 years. We're a general practice firm and can handle any legal matter that you may have for a reasonable fee. If you are involved in a car accident, starting a business, planning your estate, or need a criminal attorney, please call 631-681-1910 or email us at vivianilaw at aol.com for a free consultation. Get the justice you deserve. Contact the law office of Douglas Viviani at vivianilaw at aol.com. And in the end, the love you take is equal to the love you make. Welcome to everything. Welcome to Everything Old is New Again. This is Douglas Viviani, and I'm here again with David Cohen. We are taking uh, another stroll down memory lane in terms of uh, the Beatles, continuing our discussion from last week and becoming uh, a little more contemporary today, where we're going to be discussing uh, the state of music today. Um, that last clip was from the second side of Abbey Road, and the song, I believe, is The End. The little gap there, which is an unusual way to begin the show and a little bit awkward, um, was, <laughs> was, if you More will, than a little bit. to be honest, um, was uh, the Beatles, I mean, the urge, urban legend is that they did not finish that song. They left, I believe, it's 13-second gap. I cut that even more um, for the show. Um, so we wouldn't lose all of you in that silence. Uh, but long story short, that was to be a portion of that song to be recreated by the next band that would be the Beatles and would they uh, take off from there and no one has taken off from there I did last night can I play it for you yes please do is it 13 seconds long Um, long story short uh, I think that we should at some time move on from the Beatles uh, but to where I don't know of any bands that you could say today uh, that are carrying the mantle. And quite frankly, I don't know that the concept of a band even uh, even exists. I think today we're hearing our music from television most of the time. This is their moment. This is your show. And this is American Idol. Let's go. I mean, is, is that where we're supposed to be getting our music from? Is that the modern day uh, Ed Sullivan? God, I hope not. I really hope not. <laughs> I mean, that's that's an issue we'll talk in a couple of minutes. But talk about in a couple of minutes. But I did want to talk about the Beatles and if they grew up today, would they have been the same sensation that they were back in the '60s? That's a that's a great question. Um, you know, one of the big advantages that the Beatles had, Doug, years and years ago, was that uh, there were what four TV channels. No internet, maybe one radio station that played that kind of music. So you had 73 million people, right, basically funneling into one media outlet, the Ed Sullivan Show, right? They couldn't see them or hear them anywhere else. And just to put that in perspective, American Idol, the clip you just played, at their peak, the largest audience they ever got was about 38 million. Okay, a little more than half. And that's considered a huge success, huge by number. the way. Right, yeah. right. So 73 million is just unheard of. Double that number. Exactly. In perspective. So I think that's one of the reasons that that, that show or that, you know, the Beatles uh, sort of had a leg up on, on music today. 
which we're going to talk about. Uh, the other thing I just want to mention quickly is that, you know, back then you had crooners, you had, you know, rock and roll, and you had some pop tunes. Today, it's music is splintered, right? You've got hip hop, you've got R&B, you've got 50 different subcategories of rock and roll. Um, so, you know, to really, if, if the Beatles were going to make it big today, as influenced as they were by different musical genres, uh, they would have to incorporate much more to, to appeal to, to a mass audience today. What, it what it is think? something that they did. They took from, uh, from quite a number of genres that existed in their day. Of course, there was no rap and no hip-hop, for example. Um, but they took what there was and synthesized that with their incredible talent and, and produced a unique sound that, by the way, changed and evolved with every single album. If you listen to one album to another and to uh, the uninitiated, they may not think it's the same band even in some of these, no, exactly. some of these albums. No, exactly. It's very different. So, uh, so that being the case, I think they would have been able to do the do do that I, I really do or they would have you know not done uh, anything with some of the genres but at least synthesized some of the new ones if you will and incorporated them into their sound it would have been really difficult because you, you have to go through uh, and i just want to talk about brian epstein mm-hmm. who also had a big impact the beatles manager um he he was a marketing genius when they were on the ed sullivan show uh ed sullivan offered him a large chunk of change to appear one time and Brian Epstein said, how about we do it for next to nothing, and you put us on three times. Mm. He wanted to maximize the exposure they had in America, and it worked beautifully. So who knows today how Brian Epstein uh, would have marketed the Beatles in, in today's world. Probably would have got him on every late-night show, right? Fallon and Conan and everybody um, on YouTube. He would have got him on you know, iTunes music, probably marketing schemes that you and I just can't fathom. So, right. So then, then we go back to the original question. Um, it may have been more work, but I think that their talent would have outed, if you will. I think they would have become a sensation. Um, would they have made the movies? Would they, would they have had the cultural influence? I, I, I think it's impossible for us to know, but I can just go by what we are thinking about in, in our today's world, and there's some of the same issues with war and with love and hate and prejudice, and they touched upon the same issues. Um, and, and quite frankly, 50 years later, there are still shows about them. This one included, not not to mention, I mean, Love in, in Las Vegas is a, is a tremendous hit. It's playing the same music from 50 years ago. Right. And, so, but, but also another challenge they'd have today, and, and tell me if you agree with this or not, um, and I think this might be your big big argument about music today, is, you know, there there's so many outlets for people to listen to music, um, kids especially, teenagers, but even even people our age, right? We're distracted. We have cell phone, I, iTunes and cell phones and texting, and, and you can't listen to an album anymore. Can you imagine a teenager sitting down and listening to, you know, Pink Floyd? Uh, yeah, for, that's, for that's a shame. I mean, the, it's true. The uh, Sergeant Pepper, let's say, or, or uh, you know, um, Anna, what was it? Um, well, anyway, so the, the album that had a significant impact upon the people of the day by listening to it as an album doesn't exist anymore. Right. Um, And that, uh, you know, today's world, they're listening to a song and people are saying, that's a song that I like and they're going to download that song, but they're not looking to that artist and say, what else does that person even have? And in fact, or if they do do that, is there such a thing as a superstar band 
today. Um, I can't even name one that exists from, let's say, 2000 forward that is a universal band that that you walk in, down the street and people will know even who they are. I mean, maybe Coldplay. Right. Um, beyond that, I don't know. Uh, but even in that the, situation, what do you know from Coldplay? You know, maybe the song, do you know Nathan, the person named He was married to Gwyneth Paltrow. Yeah, you've daughter's got the one Apple. person that's leading the band that everyone knows, but none of the band members you know. What's the drummer's right. name? Is it Ringo 3? You know? No, but but the but the daughter's name is Apple. That's Beatles. Oh, yeah, okay. Right. Get it back go. to the Beatles somehow. But that's because we're, we've moved away, I think, <laughs> from the artistry of the band. We've moved away from the artistry of... Maybe it's just our culture being able to sit down and listen to music. Well, look. Do nothing else. Exactly. M- music, I think, has always been sort of a, a microcosm of what's happening in society and in culture. And today it's no different. Um, I, there's an old friend of mine um, who was a record executive with Columbia Records, pretty pretty high up, very well connected into the music scene. And, and uh, I had a discussion with him, and, and I'm going to share some of his insights, too, as we go along. But I think he would definitely agree that, you know, the album concept is dead. Um, but what he also said, and I agreed with, is that it's a really exciting time for music. It's harder to find. Granted, you can't turn on the radio anymore and, and find new music. It, it just doesn't happen. But there are so many great bands out there. It's really exciting. You just have to know where to look for it. And we're going to talk a little bit more about that. And, and I would challenge that by saying if they were so great, we would know them. Listen, I, I, I'm an old fart, tell you the truth. I want to get in the car. I want to turn on the radio. And I want to hear some music. I don't want to have to search for my music. I'm not a DJ. I'm not in, I got things going on. Can I just not turn? Can I, maybe I just turn on the TV and hear some music too? And I think that has led to programs like, uh, like Glee, which is, is somewhat controversial and has some nice music in it. I'm not a big fan, but there are some, they've produced album after album after album that has sold. And why is that? Because it's it's easier for people just to hear old songs being played again I'm by gonna, new talent. I'm going to drag you crick, screaming and kicking and screaming in, into the new century. I'm looking so. forward to it. Let's listen to a little something from Glee as we go. Everything old is new again. Midnight on Saturday nights. Join us. This is Paul McCartney, and you're listening to Everything Old is New Again. This portion of the show is sponsored by ResumeDoctorInc.com. When you're trying to seek to change your career, apply for a promotion, or trying to find a job, your resume is the first thing that is seen that represents you to a potential employer. Make sure your resume makes a clear, concise, and professional impression of who you are so you can get that job interview. Send your current resume to ResumeDoctorInc.com for a free online review. You'll receive a timely reply with a reasonable quote to properly prepare your resume. ResumeDoctorInc.com Inc.com has over 15 years of experience in this field. Let them make sure you have a resume that will get you noticed. Email them at resumedoctorinc at aol.com. Resumedoctorinc at aol.com. Down a the story of the scene was changing. Being 
Welcome back to Everything Old is New Again. Please feel free to send your comments to us at oldnewagain at AOL.com. And if you happen to miss any portion of this or any other program, feel free to find us at our website of everythingoldisnewagain.biz. That was the who asking the question uh, or presenting that rock is dead and long live rock. It's a dichotomy. The question today at this point, after all this discussion about the Beatles and their place in the industry today, um, where do we go from here? Um, Are there or is there music to listen to or is the band dead is the concept of... um, and the album Dead, where do we go? I, if you take a look at the, the list of best-selling music artists in the United States um, of all time, uh, you look at the list of the top 20, and 19 of the top 20 are contemporary um, artists. But when I say that, I mean from the 60s to about the 90s. Led Zeppelin, Eagles, Pink Floyd, of course, The Beatles, ACDC, Aerosmith, Bruce Springsteen, Metallica, Van Halen, U2, where are the new bands? Where's where's all this talent coming from? Well, in fairness, that's of all time, right? So a lot of those bands have what thirty, forty years leg up on current bands. So right, right. it's a it's a little unfair, but but your point is well taken. Um, I, I think that uh, you showed me another list before, also with like. Uh, yeah, I have a list of, of the, the live. This is very interesting from my perspective. The Rolling Stones' number one uh, or their list of the top 25 live artists since 1990. And I'll just read you them bri- briefly. This is from 1990 to 2014. Uh, Rolling Stones are number one. U2, Bruce Springsteen, Madonna, Bon Jovi, Elton John, Dave Matthews Band, uh, Celine Dion, uh, Kenny Chesney, The Eagles, Sad. And the police. I it's mean, sad. So, and beyond, and following that up is Roger Waters, uh, Paul McCartney, and Billy Joel. So, and Rod Stewart. Right. Show me some new names. Where are they? Well, I can say that first of all, they're appealing. Those older bands are appealing to an older crowd, has a little more wealthy, actually a lot more wealthy. And when these bands come around on tour, it's a nostalgia thing. So. You know, the older generation, people with a little more money, are going to spend a little more money to see them. They're going to buy these VIP seats that go for a heck of a lot. Uh, because, to, you know, to them, it's like it's a one-time thing. Are we ever going to see Fleetwood Mac again, for example? So I'm going to break the bank, and I'm going to get the best seats possible. Now, uh, and, and these bands know that, all right? Fleetwood Mac knows the Rolling Stones. And every time they get together, it's a cash machine. They've had years to accumulate fans. These fans got older. They're, they're wealthier. They, they can keep supporting them and coming them. But if you were to look at, uh, let's just say, uh, a venue like Jones Beach, just something that is a relatively large venue for a summer concert, if you look at that summer concert series, uh, a majority and a large majority of who's performing there in the larger venues, and and we could also include Madison Square Garden, the Barclays Center, of course, in the discussion, all the larger venues are these bands that have been around or performers for a long time, and I guess you could look at it the other way, very few that have been created or come upon the scene since 2000 on. No, that's, Why is that? Uh, because the newer bands, and there are many, many great bands out there right now. Again, and I'll get back to this point in a second, it's so splintered right now, the music industry, that no, there's no way a new band can fill Madison Square Garden right now. There's no way. And that's why they're not at Jones Beach either. Look, you know, uh, you're giving me a chart. I'll give you a chart. 
your question about whether rock is dead, if you look currently at the, the, the Nielsen billboard, 2013 music sales, all right, rock and alternative rock, if you combine them, accounted for over 50% of all album sales, all sales of units. So rock is not dead. It's alive. It's one of the biggest forms of music out there. It's just, it's harder to find. But the only thing I would say then, I guess this is the lawyer that comes in to pull that apart, is to say, wait a minute, though, um, and I guess I, we didn't, I didn't do the research on this, I should have, um, how many units are being sold of these rock albums compared to how many units were sold, let's say, in 1990 or 80 or 70 of rock albums? I would bet you that the units sold are less. There may be 60% of the top units being sold are labeled rock, but there's a much less uh, less albums being sold. That I, I, that I don't know. Yeah. I'm not sure. And th- these are units. These could be songs. These can be anything. Well, that's why we're here to start the arguments that you love to have at uh, Long Island News Radio. But um, uh, I think we agree at this point. When we talk about albums, we're kind of dating ourselves. The album, uh, per se, is dead. The concept still exists. You still see, I think, Mariah Carey is a new one out now, and they're promoting it by showing her body on the front of the album. That's it. They don't even show her face. So why are they doing that? They're trying anything just to to promote an album that is very hard to sell these days. It's a great time for the consumer. It's a bad time for the music business because there are so many ways for people to get music without having to pay for it, really, that it's killing the music business. Um, Listen, as far as I'm concerned, you go back 20, 30 years ago, there were a thousand great bands out there. But to my point, I think I made in the last show about the Beatles and, and Ed Sullivan and the 73 million people, there was no internet. This was before MTV even, right? How many ways could you hear them, right? I told you or you told me about a group. We went out, we bought the album. If we didn't hear it on WNEW, then I won't mention the rest of the name of that station. <laughs> it, but it was a long time ago, long right. time ago. But now that same, the same thousand great bands that are out there, you can actually hear them because there's a thousand ways for well, them to Well, then I'll present here. you with the question because, uh, because obviously I'm curmudgeon when it comes to this situation <laughs> uh, and I've explained where I come from. How do I find new music that I will like and enjoy without a heck of a lot of work on that internet. I got a lot of things to do. Okay, I can I can help you with that, Doug. Good, I can that's what I want to hear because I I don't want to be like this. I want to hear new music. <laughs> you know? You're not a cranky old man. No, heart. where is it? You really Just not. Show me where it is. Okay. I don't want to hear Glee anymore. <laughs> I, and by the way, I never want to hear that clip again. <laughs> I, I will kill you, you if you play that again. Walk out of the studio after that clip. Oh like, my Woo! god, it was like a splash of cold water. Um, <laughs> well, listen, so. Here's what I think. If you're a casual listener, like you are, okay, you don't want to spend a lot of effort. There are ways to, to find out new, where new mu- music is. So uh, go to uh, iTunes. Go to an app called Songza, S-O-N-G-Z-A. Um, there's a free version of something called Spotify. They will give you a playlist not just one playlist, but a, a varied playlist by genre. If you're looking for what's new in alternative rock music today, click on it for the next two hours. You, you'll hear all new stuff. If there's something you like, you know, you can actually pick that band and, and hear more by them and others like them. It's fun. It really is. I mean, if, if, you, uh, if you're really you know, serious about finding it, there, there's even better ways to go where you have to pay a little bit. 
Beats Music, uh, the Spotify uh, pay. It's called on-demand streaming. You can go in. If you like a band, a new band that you, maybe you heard on Songza, um, you know, you pay a monthly fee or an annual fee. You go on to Beats Music. You can just listen to their whole album. Well, what about having someone... Uh act as the, if old is new again, act as the old-time DJ um, through the internet, if you will. And I could tell them, listen, I like the Beatles, I like uh, Rolling Stone, give me something similar, or the new, you know. It's, it's funny that it is actually trending that way. So there's something called a curator now in music. It's sort of like a DJ. They're music experts, years of experience in the field that are, are being followed by people. You will tune in, you'll go to songs or you'll go to Spotify, you'll find this person because you know they're gonna, if you like the Beatles, they've got all of these new groups that sound like the Beatles. You can follow them, listen to them. All the burden is off you now. You can sit back and, and get, what you're, get what you need. Though. That's what I'm looking for. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> along the lines, I will take your advice and get back to you on that. Let's listen to some of the new music that Dave and I have found uh, over the uh, internet. First That's pretty theme. damn good. Who are the, who are the bands you have? Uh, what you're listening to now is a band called The Stripes. Who's next? Uh, Jake Bug. My pick is going to be Ed Sheeran. Listen to us. There are places I remember all my life. Everything old is new again. Listen to us every Saturday night at midnight. Come on back. Some have gone. 